Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Katie here. And Jason. So uh, Kanye was uh, on TV last night on Tucker Carlson's show and spent an hour talking about all sorts of things. Um, the uh, more interesting, one of the more interesting things he talked about uh, was weight. And he talked about who he said, his good, his good friend Lizzo. Now, this is puzzling because we've been looking and we can't find Lizzo talking about what he says that she was talking about. But what he's saying is the criticism she allegedly got um, is a part of a conspiracy to commit, to commit genocide on black people. Mm. So listen to this. Now let's talk about Gabby and my good friend Lizzo. Lizzo works with my trainer, a friend of mine, Harley Pasternak, Harley, Harley Pasternak. When Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, the bots, uh, that's a term for uh, people like, it's like telemarketer call, callers, right. like on Instagram, they attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy. Yes. Let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and vogue, which it's not. Let's, let's just, or if someone thinks it's attractive, to each his own. It's actually clinically unhealthy. And for people to, to promote that, um, it's, a, it's demonic. You know, what, can I ask? Yeah. I've noticed this also. Yeah. Why do you think they would want to promote unhealthiness among the population? It's a genocide of the black race. Kanye, first of all, he calls Lizzo a good friend of his. If, if that's a good friend, I'd rather not have a good friend like Kanye because this is a backhanded insult to Lizzo about he's talking openly about her losing weight and her working out with personal trainers and her struggle to the extent she has a struggle with weight. It's also very different than the message I've ever heard from Lizzo, which is a proud, larger woman. I've never heard her uh, uh, castigate the media for perpetuating uh, a, a stereotype of black women or, or making her. He's, he's speaking for somebody I just don't think he has any right to speak for. She is nothing if not outspoken. If she has these issues, talk about them. I don't think she does. I don't think that, from what I've seen, this I, I haven't heard it either. I've never seen her. She's all about body positivity. So yeah, if she loses 10 yeah. pounds, she's not coming on Instagram going, guess what, everybody? I just lost 10 pounds. And if she it gains 10, she, and if she gains 10, she's not self-flagellating herself for having gained it. She's he's just he's inserting himself and using her as sort of, a, I don't know, a, a scarecrow in this whole thing, just putting her up and propping her up. And it's just it's more of Kanye. And this one is 
awful. I really sort of loathe him for doing this. I, Lizzo's, he's taken a lot yeah. of thoughts and stuff he's heard about the last year, and he's trying to put them all together into one giant thought that doesn't make sense. Is my take on this? this is, welcome to the last. I know, 10 years but of it, this Kanye. one jo- yeah. this one drives me nuts because it's just he's. Uh... Well, there's more. So then he he laid in on Kim, and um, started talking about how she's kind of a victim, I think, of the fashion industry and how the fashion industry has promoted her to do things that he thinks are unbecoming. Here's what he said. You know, Kim is a Christian, but she has people who want her to go to Interview Magazine and put her ass out while she's a 40-something-year-old multi-billionaire with four black children. And this is what, how fashion wants to, um, how they want to present her. That hit all my triggers. Because, first of all, he's saying she doesn't have her own brain, that she can't make her own decisions, and it's just people around her forcing her to do these things. Like, like she doesn't have complete control over her own career, which obviously, she's a billionaire, she's very smart, she's very driven, she makes her own decisions, right? Second of all, he's saying, when he says these little things like, she's a mother, she's posing nude, she's a mother, she's over 40, it's like, what? No, that's a, she's, that's she's religious, all of these things. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, but... I think it's it is somewhat undeniable that the fashion industry does create the way people can become successful in fashion. I mean, Anna Wintour, from what I understand, um, has a lot of power over what's good and what's bad. But not Kim Kardashian. To, uh, to talk, I mean, you can talk generally about the fashion industry. And I what think Kim Kardashian courted Anna Wintour as much as any any person in America. That's right. She because Kim Kardashian desperately wanted this right. for herself. But what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying Anna Wintour is is pushing nudity or no. whatever else. But all I'm saying is, as a general point, that the fashion industry does, you know, Katie. I mean, the fashion industry for years has promoted ultra skinny. Yeah, They've yeah, promoted yeah. certain body images. So they do promote what they think is going to sell, what they think is attract what they consider yeah, attractive. But, but I would push back on that and say Kim actually went in and changed that a little bit. She made it she she started when she was courting Anna Wintour and she was on the cover of Vogue, then you're looking at the cover of Vogue going, "Oh, curvy women." Okay, great. I mean, I think but she's not the both, curvy woman. She's not the she's first not cur- the curvy w- woman now, the f- but she was then. No, no, she's not the first curvy woman ever to be, you no, know. No, but 15 years ago, it was the 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 trend was skinny and wafy. It was and Kate she, Moss. It was just She wasn't it on was, 15. What? She was not on 15 years ago. 15 years ago, she, she was shunned. She's the one that started oh. to change the conversation about D- yeah, different I'm, body types. Before he, that, it was Kate Moss. I, it was he Giselle. Had, it was he has these... a point, certainly a point, if if he was making this point, he didn't make this point, that the fashion industry generally exploits women. Nobody's going to argue with that, or at least and they have a horrible history of exploiting women. But Kim Kardashian has never been exploited by the fashion industry. She has taken what she has, both her her the the work that she's done, her parent, her mother, the whole thing, and turned herself into a billionaire and controlled the fashion industry, launched her own fashion lines, has is a peer of Anna Wintour's, not somebody who works for her. I just don't think it applies but to Kim. But she, she also knows what sells. But that's Kim's choice. Right. No, no. she should have. Uh, right. And I'm not saying Kim is a victim. I'm saying the ju- – I, I agree. The stuff he said about Kim is ridiculous. But the stuff he said about the fashion industry yeah. – agreed. There is something to that, I, I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know. You may dis- disagree. I, I, I just don't think she it, it applies to her. I think she's yeah. just different. I, I just don't love him implying that – there's somebody he she's a Christian woman and she she would sit at home and knit sweaters if it weren't for the big 
big bad fashion industry knocking on our door, making her take all our clothes off. It's ridiculous. Okay. Can I tell a really quick anecdote? Sure. I was in. I was. I was on a my ten year anniversary with with my wife. A number of years ago, we were in Paris, and it happened to be during Paris Fashion Week. We didn't know it going in, but our hotel. And there's these women in the lobby, and they're spraying perfume and things like that. They're all part of the whole event. And there's this woman, and she was probably five ten. I'm going to guess 102 pounds, standing at the door. And I said, "How are you doing?" And she just said. I'm ignoring my hunger. <laughs> oh my that god! What she said. Oh that my was, god! I was like, oh my god! And and, and but are, she said, "Do you swear to God?" Oh, she said, "I'm ignoring my hunger." Is all she said. Jason and it was, just took a big bite of a croissant right in front of her face. <laughs> was, Sucks we were to going you. to dinner. It was fantastic. <laughs> the dinner was lovely. Oh uh, my god! That's a great story. That's really upsetting. Oh it's very. It was. It wow. Was actually traumatizing. That's an amazing yeah. story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I just say, you know what I really like. That nobody fucks with a Biden. Yeah, I, I love what he. <laughs> I love what he did yesterday. I mean, good for Joe Biden. So let me tell you what we're doing today at TMZ and what Biden did yesterday. Biden has now pardoned all people who had simple marijuana possession and and erasing it from their records because they have criminal records for this and it can impact jobs and 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 where they live, all sorts of things. So. Good on him. I mean, the federal government right now still has a law that makes not only marijuana illegal, but I heard on a news report last night, um, and I, I want to make sure I get this right, that that marijuana in some regard is treated as a more serious drug than fentanyl and heroin. It, it's absurd. It's just, just a, the way it's classified as a drug. Some states' laws are antiquated. No, 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 no. Federal. Fed, federal law. Federal. Jeez. Yeah, and so it's absurd the way the the feds look at uh, at this, and Biden acknowledged it. Um, I mean, look, there's a political calculus to this because we're a month away from the Do you election. Think it's a good political calculus. I, I think it's a great really? political okay. calculus. Oh okay. my God, I think, I think America. I, I, I look. We're I, just in this anti-crime fervor. Uh-uh. And I'm wondering. Yeah. I, I think everybody is so over these marijuana laws. Yeah. I, I, personally, I think this is a. Yeah. brilliant political move and it's not an accident it's a month before the midterms right. but i think it's such a good thing so what we're doing today is we're trying to figure out so what do you do with tsa now because honestly i've been worried about taking edibles even if i flew to a place where it's legal because um if you get stopped at tsa it's still a federal crime and you know i'm thinking am i going to get Am I going to get arrested for yeah. edibles? Yeah. And the answer is you could. And so pardons are only, still, pardons are only retroactive, your... obviously. It's not yeah. changing the law going forward. That's true. And then the question is, will TSA hear the message and say, we're not going to prosecute? He's already said he's pardoned everybody in the yeah. past. Are we going to waste our time on this? Or are they going to say, nope, the only Congress can change the law, which is true. Yeah. And we're going to enforce it until they do. Good on Biden for doing yeah. this. Good it's on about Biden. time, right? It is about time. You know, I wonder if he could issue an executive order just, just in terms of TS, how TSA treats it. They, if they see it, they have to arrest it. But to not look for it, you know, that kind of thing. That's why you really should still put them in your tampon boxes, buried the okay. edibles. I'll, I'll remember really that. really the hot tip that sure, I have. I'll remember that. <laughs> just until if, we if really TSA opens, this up. opens Harvey Levin's suitcase <laughs> and finds a tampon box, you're going to be like, we might want to check there. My, my wife is ahead of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Sir, your wife is much too old. <laughs> yes. to <have> <laughs> Um, But look, I mean, it's so ridiculous. And, you know, and look, what is it? Um, 
34 states allow medical marijuana. I think something like 19 allow recreational. Including... You are an encyclopedia about yeah, marijuana. Really no, because I, I watched this last night. Was, last no, this was a big deal yeah. last night. Um, uh, this is a, as as Joe Biden said during the Health Care Reform Act when it was signed, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Right? A lot of Biden He does swearing. love to I know, but, I, but you know what? <laughs> I got to tell you. Biden should make a bumper sticker. No one fucks with a Biden. That's the way he he's got to take out the That's word. A. The way- I think he stumbled because Hunter Biden, you can fuck with all you want. Well, there you go. We should have said with Biden or with Joe. Maybe he meant Hunter. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. Well, Hunter's in trouble right now. Hunter's in trouble right now. But um, look, I mean, I just think, thank you know, good good on Joe Biden for doing this. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Right. Uh, Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, Draymond Green, let's do this. So Draymond Green, superstar, potential Hall of Famer uh, for the Golden State Warriors. A video has surfaced. Reports have been out the last couple of days that he and teammate Jordan Poole got into an altercation on the court during practice. We have obtained video. TMZ Sports. TMZ Sports obtained video uh, showing that altercation, and it is violent. Uh, you see the two of them jawing at each other from about 10 feet away on the court during practice. The rest of the teammates, Steph Curry, others are engaged in practice. They're jawing at each other. Something Jordan Poole apparently says something that uh, causes Draymond Green to walk over to Jordan Poole, gets in his face. Jordan Poole pushes him off with two hands. It sort of looks like a please get away from me kind of push. And Draymond walks back up to him and just bashes him right in the face. And Jordan Poole, and I've watched this video about 20 times now, trying to figure out the impact to Jordan Poole. He didn't fall over from the from the impact of the hit. He fell over to me, it looks like, because he was not cold. His body goes straight down in a crumpling move, not falling back from the power of the hit. It is violent. I mean, Draymond Green is 6'6", 240. Uh, I mean, Jordan Poole's not not a short man, but he's really skinny, and he took a giant punch right in the face. Giant yeah, this was punch. really gnarly to watch. Oof. So what I found interesting was what the uh, Warriors GM was saying about this, which kind of felt like uh, it's not, it's just a right. Thing. It was very boys will be boys. Yeah, kind of. And it, it, you know, this is not Ray Rice, but remember the way they underplayed Ray Rice until we got the video. Yeah. This, you know, again, it's not the same thing. That one is domestic violence, right? Right. Exactly. But this right. is yeah. still violent. It's very violent. And by the way, I mean, I don't know. This is criminal. I mean, I, there, I'm sure he's not going to file. Well, I'm not sure. I would assume because it's happening. There have been other fights like this on the court, and we've never really right. seen. We saw uh, one in, in hockey, but really rarely ever see. Right. So it's probably not going to happen there. But it was violent. It was un, it was criminal. Yeah. Even though it's not going to be handled Charged, as such. Really. Yeah. But um, 
it seems like they underplayed this again. I think so, and I I don't know if he's gonna I don't know if he's gonna get a suspension, and he should. I mean, watching this, so, so he should. what's interesting? Apparently, the the Warriors I'm sure have seen this video before before it came out. They came out. Bob Myers, the general manager, came out and said, "We don't believe there'll be a suspension. We're handling this matter internally. Uh, all the same things. You know, it's an internal matter." Uh, somebody else came out and said, this is just something that happens between teammates, maybe been Bob Myers, from time to time, we're going to handle it. Now, much like Ray Rice, you remember the, to, to the point you were making, the NFL initially came out and said... Two-game suspension. Two-game suspension. Then we published that video of the actual punch, and they came back, and they had to do a full mea culpa and suspended him for... Do you remember? Was it the full season or six games? I think it they, was six games. Increased the suspension. I think in light of the video, but by the way, it's come out. You know, and in the NFL one with Ray Rice, they kind of went back and forth. They saw that video uh, the, oh, before I, before we posted. They it. knew exactly what right. had happened, and here yeah. they clearly knew what happened yes. because it was done in front of everybody. Yes. So, what do they do if they come out and say, "Oh, now we're going to suspend"? It's like, why? Right. I mean, why are you going to suspend if they do? Right. They're in a box. Because if they come out and say we're going to suspend, why? Because somebody got the video yeah. that yes, you knew that's exists? that's exactly why. The NFL Public had... pressure. But we've yeah. seen, this no, is no, all no. we do now. It's like something goes up on social media, gets reported, and then people are like, uh-oh, people are angry. Guess we got to respond. No one ever just goes out and is like, oh, yeah, we'll Does respond right on our own. We'll do the reasons. right thing on our own without So this is not eyebrow-raising if they do it and you say to I them, think, why didn't you do it on your own accord? I, I think it is eyebrow-raising, and I think that the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, is going to have a talk with the Warriors that this is not okay. We do not just say this is bo- – to, to Katie's – I like the like – the, Quote, this is not just boys will be boys. This was a violent, vicious hit that probably knocks somebody cold and, you know, potentially suffers real damage as a result. You can't just not suspend somebody for that. And right. I, I think this is a really bad thing. Okay. Last thing, Tom Brady. Uh. So, look, we and, and I actually made a couple of calls after we posted the story. But it turns out, look, this is, from everything we're hearing, this is all about football and Giselle not liking Tom Brady playing football. She just doesn't like him, didn't like him being away. Um, There are some other factors at play from other calls that we made over the day, but nothing involving a third party, we're told. This is just internal, and that she has, for years, it turns out, been complaining to him. She doesn't like him playing football. He's away too much, she feels. um, Dangerous threat. Dangerous. But also, then the burden is on her to take care of everything. She doesn't like that. She wanted some more freedom. And so she apparently is, at least what we're told and published, and this is on very credible sources, um, she's walked out of the house before and threatened divorce, and they've dealt with it, and they've always been able to get over the hurdle. This time they're not. What we're told is this: they have definitely lawyered up. We actually know where they've hired lawyers. We know one of the lawyers and... Um, this time it looks like it's going to go through, and they're already dealing with property, uh, property division. Jeez. So, but this is all about football, basically. Katie, what's your take on yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, look, she she gave him the option. She's been saying to him, especially if she's walked out before, being like, "I'm over this." He knew this was coming, and he retired, and then he unretired. What did he think was going to happen? But what? It, but the new interesting news to to me, at least, is that it wasn't just this incident where she kind of had it. 
she's this has been going on since 2017 from right. what we're told but if so it's that, always about football i know then... but 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 back it up in 2017 he was on the patriots he was much younger there was a shelf life it was different and yeah. so yet even then she wanted him to stop to but you know it's sort of like i'm just thinking i get it that he's away but he's also it's it's a it's a game where what you're off six months out of the year, and then when you're yeah. when you're playing, how many days are you on the road really? Uh, if it's an away game, you're you're probably away three to four, but but you only have eight away games a season, so it's I mean, it's not that much. Look, I mean, you can't compare. He's, no, home, he's home a I lot know, more than I am. Yeah, you know, but, but and you I'm not trying to compare it to that. You though, cannot compare right it to because that. they're not average people. They're not like we go work nine to five and then come home every night and put our kids to bed. That's just not what they're ever going to be, either one of them. Okay. So maybe those six months that he's gone and it's so intense. He's not gone six have, months. But he can't have Thanksgiving. He can't have Christmas. He can't have all of these things Halloween, that you want. Yeah. Halloween. Like, you know, this guy's never been able to because they play, what, every Thanksgiving, right? Like, uh, But I, 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 don't, I, I don't think the right analysis is whether or not her complaints are justified. I think that they had asked. Yeah, this is two people with different. They had numerous conversations. He he's now forty five. I don't think she ever envisioned that. So probably I'm guessing seven years ago she's like, okay, it's going to come to an end. I'm going to have my husband back because he's all in. He also trains three sixty five. But again, the new news is she's walked out on him before for this. No, and finally this is the straw that broke the camel's back was the retirement, and she thought she had him. But yet she they they talked divorce. Before several times. So it's not just this. I know this incident is the straw. What's interesting to me is this has been going on for years. But but to me, it's like he leaves his, you know, a husband leaves his underwear on the floor and it drives his wife crazy. She's like, I'm going to divorce you unless it happens. And each time he does it, she threatens to leave, threatens to leave, but never pulls the trigger. And then one day she comes home and it's dirty underwear and there's 12 pairs of it on the floor. That that marriage was doomed. Yeah, right. And she's like, you know what? That's it. I'm out. Every time yeah, she kind know, of meant it, but this time it really... Can I, can I tell you, the, yeah. the, the interesting thing about this story for me is everybody's trying to figure out whose side are you on. And I don't think there's a side here. I and I don't think, think there's a side. I don't think anybody did anything yeah. wrong. These are two people who ultimately had different goals. And that doesn't make one right and one wrong. It just means they they differ on some fundamental things and one is not right one is not wrong it just doesn't work out and they move on and i don't it's so interesting that everybody's kind of looking for blame on this i don't think there's any blame no and we'll never really know what happens between two people right well, but, i mean, but I mean whatever. we know but we don't we don't but even if we even if the facts are exactly what we were reporting and on good sources Still, there's no blame, right? There's no it's blame. Just two no. people who have who came to a a, a, a I I I, I have to play football. Yeah. I can't I can't be with you if you do. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. Right. Right. It's just two different points of view and the way they want to live. I think Katie thinks Tom Brady's wrong. I just uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, a can I tell you something? <laughs> a bit. If you if you guys are just listening and you're not looking at Katie's face, it's all <laughs> yeah. over her face. I mean, right. come on. What are we doing? <laughs> Give up the game. Look at your wife. Have a good weekend, everybody. 